0: hey everyone welcome to this week's episode of out of the bubble and before we launch into the episode i just wanted to let you know we've now got a website www.outofthebubble.com.au and if you like what you hear subscribe and give us a rating too because that helps get a little bit of a purchase on the crazy world of podcasts so stay tuned here we come Bubblers. Uh, it's Liz here with Natalie, and Hi. we're just uh, driving back to the Bundo Junction from our little tour of the Archer oh, yes. at the Gallery of New South Wales. Na- what is awesome. it, National Gallery of New South Wales? Gallery of New South Wales. Art gallery. Art gallery of New South Wales. You're not very pre- cultured, no. No.
1: no. Okay, so we should we do a quick debrief of our little art outing? Well, I think we should also just set the scene. I think like last time. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Why are we recording? In between, like in the car rather than in a proper like space, it's basically we just keep running out of time. We keep running out of time. I had a few dramas at my office this morning which I had to sort out. I've had some kids' dramas of running around and yeah. you know having to pick things up and do things and whatnot. It's just been a bit crazy. Yeah, so we had a slight blowout on
0: start time, <laughs> um, we've 45 got minutes packed afternoon. <laughs> to, so here we are in the car. Yeah. So, all that aside, all yes. that, um, uh
1: detail yes
0: aside um, we so what did. do we think we of Archibald?
1: well for starters um, I really enjoyed it actually this year there was a fair bit in there some of them were still a bit of a miss you kind of wonder yeah. why they were there um, Which adds the, to the experience. Yeah, the sawman we all we just both kind of whipped through, didn't we? Yeah, very it was very, very quickly. Oh, green, green, oh, green. okay. Own. Sorry, yep. I'm just talking to you. That's all Thank right. Thank you for helping me drive. And um, and the win I really liked. There was the one that that other woman really didn't like. The simplistic one about the view from Mum and Dad's place that you just fell in love with and just immersed yourself and fell yeah. into that whole. So it's a kind of uniqueness. an interesting
0: thing about these art prizes is that everyone reacts in a different way and some some of them just kind of punch you in the stomach yes with your reaction there was one that we both oh, loved that one with um, the
1: billabong the, 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 reflection. bill- the reflections
0: in the billabong yeah that's uh, which called was reflection by natasha bianniak just beautiful oh. a beautiful piece of art almost photographic Stillness
1: was and, unbelievable and just perfectly captured the bush um oh, i know oh, which one you loved i didn't actually take a photo of it the one with the woman reflection from the kitchen window yeah and
0: it was um, it's done like at one of the old Dutch masters with the dark background and the kind of face just emerging from the darkness and mm. in front is all the domestic stuff around her windowsill so that the face is her reflection and around it is the beaters from the kitchen mixer and yes, uh, measuring nice. cups and um, a little flower on the windowsill so mm. it's just kind of the everyday and then this beautiful reflective picture so that was the one I, that was my people's choice nominee at the end
1: of the... Mine too, but uh, I think for actually, me it was actually a lot sadder than that. It was almost like how in this everyday mundanity she was lost in her own world of darkness. Ooh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're going into a really yeah, deep yeah. dark place here and it was really quite um, that even though you have the of the day-to-day and washing up your dishes and it's a woman's place in the kitchen was one of the things she was referring to. You know, there's this very lost soul in this very dark space reflecting and it's interesting that none of the kitchen was reflected. It was only her and the darkness, nothing else. And so one of the
0: interesting things about that picture is that it was um, the the, the implements that were in the kitchen were actually things that were beyond the... Yeah. What you have to cook there was a choice to make a cake or mm-hmm. beat some cream to put inside your cake, so i just sort of thought that was interesting the measuring cups mm. that it was yeah it was so it didn 't look like a domestic bind it to me it looked like a, um, a like a happy place, the kitchen, and yet there was a deep reflection and kind of a yeah, kind of sadness in the picture, but just yeah, just the fact that there 's so much in mm. just one picture is oh,
1: fabulous. Incredibly so. Yeah, that so was one, my favorite. The one we called Reflection was probably my second favorite. Um, it was just so still and peaceful and uh, just yeah, reminded me of a place that I visited earlier this year and it was very similar and it was incredibly, it drew you in. And just, it was almost meditative. Just really Yeah, really good to stand there like you could
0: in front of a real billboard.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Loved it. So yeah, Yeah, overall, I would highly recommend going. Great for the kids. Loved the kids' um, explanations. Sometimes better than the adult ones, which were a little bit too wordy and over the top. Yeah, yeah, quite funny. But we did learn a new word, didn't didn't we? We did. Liminal. 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 Relating to a transitional or initial stage of a process. <laughs> Love it. Um so that's
0: yeah, That's got the a, word of the day. Word of the day liminal. We'll yeah. put that in the notes in the West Yes, web, and website. I think we need to try and utilize liminal today in our podcast somewhere. So we're in a liminal <laughs> space here between the archies and work. Thank
1: so you. Love it. <laughs> next.
0: So, right, so moving on from the Archies, what else? What else? What have you been doing, watching, reading, listening to? What do you Okay, to... so I'll tell you firstly about um, a play that's on at the moment at the mm. Belvoir called Ooh. Things I Know to Be True, oh, yes. and uh, went last week. It was nearly a sellout, and uh, I just like uh, this is new discovery for me. For me, the Belvoir's a lovely little intimate theatre, and there. just a fabulous, fabulous play about um, a family with four kind of grown-ups. Almost grown up children, so mm-hmm. kind of in their 20s and 30s, and just a really fabulous interplay between all the relationships and the complexity of family. And it's, a, it's ultimately a tragic end. But oh, if anyone is in Sydney and can get there, it was just so so terrific. So I loved that. So that was my out and
1: about. That was your out and about, yeah. Um, my art and about was more art, surprisingly, art and about, out and about. <laughs> art and about. Yeah, that's a terrible plain words. Um, so I went back to the Rosalind Oxley Gallery in Paddington, a bit of a favourite, and I saw the Dale Frank exhibition, very different from the Bill Henson, not to be confused with Jim Henson, mm-hmm. um, photographic exhibition. This um, so Dale Frank is more of a surreal artist playing, uh, putting things onto glass and mirror and paint in multiple layers, very surreal, abstract beautiful emotive images um very colorful um and there are a few installations as well very wicked humor um very wicked humor very funny but you wouldn't know it unless you read the names of the the picture of the art but very very funny really enjoyed it okay um apparently he's quite prolific and done a lot before i've never come across him before but yeah, we'll definitely go see him okay, again. Okay, right, yeah. So my
0: uh, my art, ugh, I'm, not, I'm not good with my art. So well, we I just to, saw the yeah, art to, yeah, no, but that's like popular art. So that's, oh, one, that's more of my comfortable right. space. Okay, fair enough,
1: <laughs> so, fair enough. Okay. We'll we'll dip into the fringes. I can okay. learn a bit more. Yeah, well, we need to go to more of those small art galleries and get free wine and cheese. Yeah, that cheese. sounds good. Yeah, Should we like We'll do that. You know how that. you do that? So you've got to just sign up to oh, the gallery. Right, so maybe right. what we could it's do is lure. spend a... A few hours walking around where the galleries are we mm-hmm. just plonk That's our name right. down in all Gallery. these galleries And then start getting art- invited to openings Art crawl We could right. do an art crawl Fantastic. Shall we do it? Let's do it We're committed We're <laughs> being held accountable Out of the bubble And uh, we will go on an art crawl Maybe followed by a pub crawl um, Maybe Well they're combined aren't they if they
0: <laughs> supply the wine exactly. So um, now I'll just quickly I'll move to um, uh, TV. So yes. I just, I've just watched the second series of The Letdown on ABC, which I only seen on first, but it
1: was so oh funny. Oh my god! And
0: it really is so good. The second one. So now, what's the premise? Stevie. Well, Stevie's again? now a little bit older, so she's, she's she's. It's basically about having a kid and how that not the reality of it. The reality no, of it. The, not the, not no, the actual the real. And it really and is real. And I mean, in that first series, when she's driving around to, trying to get her baby, so and then does night, a drug deal yeah just she does a drug deal because he just wants her <laughs> off his he wants her off his drug beat and the only way she can stay there and not wake her kid up is to buy <laughs> drugs it's just so funny i was howling i still have so the, dra- the drug dealer reappears oh, the things we've done in with the, our children in the series done. second series so it's just just so relatable oh. and i've just laughed really hard watching this one so it's one of the all all episodes available is um, on ABC. It's IBM? on iView, right. and I don't know how long they're there for but you just I think there's only six episodes so you you can just do that in one night really. Not really. At least a binge let. That's <laughs> a binge and, that's and you would binge. get that done. Get, just get it done. Really just really satisfying. Nice little tied up ending. Um Yep. So there you go. That's
1: that's viewing. Awesome. So mine, so I discovered that the new season, I think season three of The Good Fight has come back. So The Good Fight is the extension from The Good Wife. Um, and so it's based, um, I think in Chicago, I could be wrong. Uh, it's mainly an African American law firm, um, but they deal with some very non-PC things. Um, bit like uh, any of your usual legal dramas but very quirky and very funny and yeah do absolutely love it so I'm a few episodes in and definitely not disappointing. Sometimes spin-offs can be really average but this one is a standalone and an absolute standout. The and do I need thing, to have watched yeah. The Good Wife
0: because I, no, I missed that? No, no, no okay, total okay. Total all right. So it is different. standalone. That's yeah. why it's I, a complete. That's stand-alone. Why said, That's why you said standalone. Total standalone, right. so <laughs> exactly. Because I, I was watching the road, so in it. I should be watching. the like, Yeah, I'm the one who's that's driving. What, as long as
1: one of us is watching the road. Don't <laughs> worry, <laughs> I have two hands, ten and two, both on the wheel. Yeah, I'm holding the phone. Okay, <laughs> hands free, hands free. Um, so the other. TV show, um, actually the documentary that I've been watching as it's being slow released is 63 Up,
0: which oh, is part yes. of the 7 okay. Up series,
1: which my lovely mother um, put me onto back in 1985 oh, <laughs> for so 21 I'm Up, watching all the so I've been watching since it since then and we um, have been watching it every 7 years and I've absolutely loved it and if you haven't watched any of them before this one is really well put together because it actually does a synopsis on each of the people from 7 to 14 and 21 so it interviews them at every 7 years hence the name 7up and it's based on with a group of I think 12 kids from 1964 of where they think they'll be in the future and they interview them it is so interesting and they'd snap they do this jump flashbacks almost to when they were seven and to now at 63 and some of them wow they have not changed and others well they really have um but fascinating now they're talking about brexit and politics so it's it's also about what's happening in the day and one of them talks about um she challenges how when she was interviewed when she was 14 and 21 about mainly men and, and getting a boyfriend and getting married and a very limited view of what it was to be a woman then right, and yeah, she challenged yeah. the interviewer about that I've forgotten the director's name but yeah, just now, because I am driving and yeah. doing millions of things, which my mother would not be happy with multitasking. Sorry, mum. But yeah, it's very so. Yeah, it's interesting and challenging and um, fascinating from a sociological and psychological perspective of how people change, but also through the generations and those times of the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. Yeah, 90s, and so now. the yeah, so
0: the filmmaking itself is, mm. has changed, and yes, that would not be no the way you'd approach it now no
1: very different but that's also reflective of the time that it was and where we are now so yeah that's been really very enjoyable Wow.
0: Well, okay so that's on SBS
1: yes at the moment
0: yeah yes okay so I've still got to catch that one I did see the other I have seen the others I haven't seen three up
1: yet. No, it's on um that's on SBS on demand as well. Oh okay. Right, so right. you can definitely watch it. I've only seen two episodes so far. I don't think any others have been released yet. So we can definitely um keep watching that as I reverse and hear all the beeps but yes. <laughs> okay so reading yes. um okay so I've had a bit of a
0: bit oh, of a bit of a meh period of reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm in a
1: liminal space with my I, reading. I'm not a very liminal space. I have started a new book, but I don't know if I want to. I, I can share what I've been reading, but you go first. But I haven't finished it yet, though. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this is this is a funny one. I've just I've actually just bought ah, the new yes. Elizabeth Stead book, which is the Aunt's House. Mm-hmm. So uh, she wrote The Sparrows of Edward Street, which is this really really gorgeous little book that came out a few um, years ago, and I think she's here we are the niece of christina stead um a very famous australian writer so uh, i haven't read it yet so i'll have to report back on that but um the sparrows of edward street is just a lovely book um very australian uh kind of coming of age um kind of story but very all about women Mm -hmm. and yeah no would probably qualify for the stellar there's oh, no no really key male character in it um they're all peripherals so i'm very keen to read that and in the meantime because i moved house i was throwing out and finding books and found my old stash of classics so i've <gasps> been reading jane Eyre, oh. and it's so lovely and <laughs> oldie but goody. it's very tiny writing though and now i need my glasses but <laughs> it's um, just gorgeous and but you're uh, only
1: 21 liz oh you
0: know it's crazy it's early early onset eyesight loss and it was quite cute that I saw in the front that it was a birthday gift in 1988 so obviously just leaving high school getting and reading Jane Eyre so how things have changed hey I tell you how many
1: how how many girls are
0: reading Jane Eyre in uh, at 17 but um just just a really that really holds up that book it's one of,
1: that's why they would call it a classic. That's why it's a classic. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's my reading. So
0: I have a little something a little more modern when, uh, awesome.
1: for the next for it. the next potty. But I think you can. I think some books I find that I go back to over and over again because every time I read them, I get something new from it. And so for me, I don't think there's anything wrong with going back to it whether it's an actual classic or it's a personal classic. Yes, oh, that's I think I've right. just coined yeah. it. I think personal classic. Personal classic. I like that it. That ticks both boxes. That's a tick, tick. No yeah. liminality. Yeah. No liminality. <laughs> We're just creating language, <laughs> aren't we? Well, I'm reading Boy Swallows Universe, which is the highly acclaimed book that was at the Sydney Writers' Festival. Trent Dalton, who's a journalist yeah. for The Australian, wrote it um, about a third of the way in. Um, so far, absolutely loving it. Um, I think I coined it the... Um, What did we say before? It's the uh, difficult childhood Australian genre slash (laughs) slash in the 80s um, from our childhood type book. Um, Very similar to The Choke by Sophie Laguna. Fabulous book. Bridge of Clay, Marcus Zuzaka we've talked about and also um, I think it's Jasper Jones which I loved in both book uh, play and movie formats. A very similar genre but it is incredibly well written um the characters are incredibly well formed the writing just glides you through the stories some of them are literally incredible and unbelievable but at the same time very realistic and um i don't want to give away too much but uh it, i'm loving it so i can okay. next time we catch up uh we'll definitely have to yeah have we'll a have finished on. our books by then so well, one, one would hope yeah,
0: one would hope yeah yeah
1: so um One of the things I wanted to ask you Liz because I think you know it's all great that we do all these really interesting things but you know we're here sitting in a car parked on the side of the street in a very nice Bonnet Junction um, because we're so busy and life is just so full on. I don't like using the word busy by the way I find busy also almost creates a life of a like a bee who's fleeting around when in fact we do things in a very meaningful way there's just a lot of it so our life is full and very rich. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Challenging some language there, but in all seriousness, I wanted to ask you because it's life is so full. What do you do to stay sane when things are just so crazy? Yeah, and it's easy. Um, you know,
0: it's interesting that you say about the word busy because I so sort of it's become a bit of a currency, right? So I'm busy. You no, know, I'm busy. How busy are you? I'm so busy. Well, oh, it's also awesome
1: it's a badge of honor. Even it's like it's a badge like, of I'm honor, so busy. and it's not good
0: for us. No, most of it, I think. Um, a lot of it is probably not necessary. We mm. actually get a bit caught up in the busyness of it. Mm-hmm. And i am just like one example. So I do stuff like exercise, running, I make stuff, I knit, I love baking, I love cooking. So I do all that. Like I have a creative outlet with stuff, but I've, I, one of the things I think is really important is what we did this morning. So I could easily have rung you and said, it, oh, the day's gone. It's all too hard. It's to a pot and it's all too hard and how about we can it? And as you know, I needed a peppermint tea to bring my uh, blood pressure down after my start to the day. But, like, actually just carving out the time mm. is so essential because, actually, everything does fit around it in the end. Yeah. We get there and, you know, maybe I didn't make the kids lunches today and they got lunch orders from the canteen. Yes, but so, such so, a bad exactly. thing. But, like, like, most of it you can outsource, right? So Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so, I think... Um, But, but also just not in a financial sense, but actually time, like just, just making the time and everything gets pushed aside. There's still, the inbox will still be full.
1: Always.
0: So yeah, Never so stops. so whatever your the thing is that you need to do, you just got to actually carve out some time for it. And yeah. yeah, and so mine is also doing social stuff like this. it's yeah. really important to mm. connect with people as well. So yeah, so running, knitting, and like hanging around the archies probably is my.
1: I love it. That's <laughs> what so about cool. you, Nat? Oh, so for me, I would say firstly I meditate every day. Oh, that's really yeah. Yeah. Now, now I... I feel crap. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I started about four or five years ago, and basically get up half an hour before I used to. Is all I do, which is admittedly sometimes, you know, sometimes five thirty or six, depending if there's an early morning school run or not. But. Yeah, I get up and I meditate anywhere between 20 minutes to half an hour. Mind you, don't get too excited. I still do guided meditation. Okay, that was my next question.
0: Are you you on Smiling Mind or something? No,
1: I use Insight Timer. It's a phenomenal app. We'll have it in the 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 podcast notes. It is brilliant. There are thousands of different types of... um, Meditations you can do from um, mindfulness through to a variety of different ones, vipassana and others. And it's really interesting. There's talks, there's music. So if I find, like, I wake up in the middle of the night, going to sleep for me is easy. I'm always exhausted. But sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh, my God, and then the mind starts. Yes, yeah. And yeah. So for me, I will either um, will try and lie there and get to sleep or I will put on um, – there's this music with, I think, um, beta – and theta oh, waves no, of music okay. and it's like these very low beats of this waves of rhythmical music and that puts me to sleep and if that doesn't work then i read and if that doesn't work well i don't know yeah, get up and eventually mor- eventually morning will come <laughs> eventually <laughs> morning light the dawn will break the dawn will break it yep. only and solve your problem oh, exactly somehow in the daylight nothing seems yeah, so bad but in the so middle bad. of the night it's yep. like the world is coming exactly. to an end yes yeah so there's that so meditation i definitely has helped me through some very challenging times and um has made my life a lot easier and also gives me space through the day to just breathe and focus and all of that i'm talking about space breathing and focusing yoga is a big one for me as well yeah. and um i've only recently just joined the gym <laughs> I know, I'm kind of laughing because I never thought I would. Well, I hate them. I hate gyms. I'm not a fan. But, um, yeah, but they've got Pilates and gym uh, yoga and other stuff. And they've got beautiful, what I love, Iyengar yoga. And it's all about prana and the breath and so I, I do that and now I'd go to the gym and do all sorts of interesting things so I know yeah, well you're so flexible with your <laughs> long limbs <laughs> um and yeah the social and the creative as well they're things that just are really great outlets for me so um these are the kinds of things yeah, that I love to do too
0: and now I uh, will do a quick uh, we're we're out of time but just a couple of hacks from this morning we should talk about. So. Um, voice to text oh oh i love this well, i this thought piece. everyone Shit. did this no. yeah so i was just um sending a couple of quick emails before we started recording and i was doing it with voice to text which means i have to go in and correct a few kind of weird words that have popped up no that was due to awesome. my um, australian accent but um <laughs> yeah that was going oh i should do that and i thought everyone but that is an insanely good use of
1: Oh, I'm like, way better talking than I am writing. Exactly.
0: And it's super quick. And I yes. think it does get used to your voice. Yes. Um, the other thing I've done too is um, I work for myself. Uh, and so this is not for everyone, but um, Airtasker, I have found, mm-hmm. I've had a couple of like, personal assistants. Mm-hmm. If you go through your list of tasks for the day and how much you can actually offload to someone – um, it is crazy. Like I've just been doing that in the last few weeks because I've been feeling overloaded. And I'm not surprised. You only have, I don't know, a few businesses. A couple of businesses. But um, it's just there's so much stuff that we do in the busyness that we yes. actually don't need to do that someone can do more effectively. We need a wife. <laughs> that's another whole podcast. That is a whole other
1: podcast <laughs> But right that's there. my,
0: yeah, so the, just the, the value of those um, platforms for solving problems of busyness or overload yes it's not a long-term commitment no <laughs> you just need someone either for the day or mm. the week or whatever and um amazingly talented people there you can do it so much better than us and and, and, and like that time, time that you save you're much better doing other
1: things other things that
0: are, that are better
1: better for your business or yourself so anyway so that's that's your hacks my hack is i write everything down I diarize it, I make lists because if it doesn't get written down, it just doesn't happen and I forget to the point of actually putting it in my diary that I need to call Liz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because seriously, the day will pass, and then I'll look at my to-do list. So sometimes, if there's a high priority, then I'll put it in the diary to do something. Otherwise, I've got my daily to-do list. Because for me, um, I live by lists. Yeah, live by lists. Yeah, I write them down. I don't always do them, but I oh, feel no, better. No. after I because I, write it I down. get very stressed. Of oh my gosh, I have to remember to do something. But if it's written down, then I'll remember yeah, it. Yeah, it relieves the your anxiety. So between the meditation and the lists, I actually find myself quite calm as a result. Um, I'm a bit like one of those swans where on the top I'm gliding but underneath it's like feverishly mm-hmm. <laughs> paddling. Yeah, that that's probably me to a T, I would say. You're definitely gliding now. So I think from an accountability perspective, we've been doing really well. I said I'd be getting back into books, which I have. You read The Monthly, you told me just before. So yeah. Cover to cover. Can I please borrow and yep. high five that's to a high that. five, yep. Um, I've just bought The Quarterly, which yep. is the graduated version of The Monthly, yep. so um, I'll read that and share that with you. Yeah, with less commitment, as we yes. were saying. yes. So. Um, and so and tomorrow night I'm going to the Mangara Dance Company so I'm very excited about that but we'll um, do some other fun stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, regroups. What are you oh, no. going to
0: accountable Well, quite, accountable yeah, for? I think I'm going to, uh, just, um, call, uh, crawl up into a fetal position over the school holidays and recover with, with my book. book. <laughs> with <your> book. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, so I've quite a few weeks, school holidays mm-hmm. coming up. So I guess we'll regroup after, yeah,
1: we after were. the holidays oh, I'm, and I'm visiting the homeland. going are. back to Hungary. Oh, okay. Fantastic Visit the fam. So we will catch up soon. Yeah, okay. See, See
0: you, you later, soon. everybody. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to Out of the Bubble.
1: Hi Liz. Listeners. Hi Nat, Hi. how are you? Oh my god, I'm a bit bum fuzzled today. <laughs> bum fuzzle. It's a bum fuzzly week. <laughs> oh my god, it's such a bum fuzzle of a week. But we're getting there.
0: We're getting there. We're nearly it's Friday. Oh it and is. Half, it's nearly halfway through oh, it is actually halfway through Yay. Friday.
1: And but we're sitting in my car again.
0: Yeah, on, squeezing an, on a, in a podcast. On an acute angle, <laughs> on a hill uh and slightly uh, hot today isn't it? <laughs> slightly hot so we're going there might be a bit of background noise and car doors <laughs> opening and closing as we get the air in the we car don't want to but um yeah so just so we actually have half an hour squeezed in between all our commitments, and the only way we could do it was to meet in a car on a hill, like a kind in the of mutual like an of... is So what they call it, <laughs> or a drug deal? <laughs> looks looks really looks actually really shifty because I kind of parked <laughs> for a while, called you, ran across the road with papers.
1: I finished my teleconference. Yeah. You sat "In I'm like, Shh,
0: you're muted." <laughs> <But, laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but uh car acoustics quite good, so well, I hope work in our hope favour. It's all okay, and uh, yes yeah, so a little bit of smash it out now because oh. before we.
1: Well, I would like off. to start actually start. with something okay. because most of the bubblers won't know this, but Liz shared with me. I'm going to totally embarrass oh you my now. God, really? Oh yeah, you're a finalist. <laughs> oh my you're God. a finalist in the Australian Writers oh, Centre no. Awards, top two percent of entrants. <laughs> Liz, I didn't know you're a short story writer or even a writer. I mean, you knit, have businesses, you're a lawyer. I don't know. What is there? What you cannot do? Yeah, that's... It's um, amazing. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, I'm kind of embarrassed about that. but no. Yeah, no, no. I
0: thought I'd put my hat in the ring with some creative writing, which I always loved doing. And, you know, got the, that bit of my brain atrophied a bit over oh. the years of doing work stuff. Yeah. And I actually really love it, so I just thought I'd have a go. It was flash fiction. What which, does that mean? So that's... Um, it's 500 words, and it's got some parameters. So in this one, you had to put... Um, So it had to include six pairs of words. Uh, I'm just trying to think what they were. So it was something like uh, putrid and shiny or something. So those words had to appear in the flash fiction. Oh, wow. And one set of those two words had to be in the first sentence. And so that's kind of your starting point. So it sets the scene So it sets the scene. So then you've got to, yeah. So then it's kind of good because if it's just open, open, you could go anywhere. And you're kind of then can't focus so you uh, anyway so it was just a uh, it was just a bit of fun and then i opened it and so it was a fun so now i'm all fired up so I'm going to apply this is, get exciting. <laughs> is there <laughs> an award ceremony
1: do we get dressed up No, it like, can't even get on? published
0: because you got to oh. get you got to get shortlisted so I'm well, only long you're a winner in
1: my eyes thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> i think we need to celebrate, celebrate. We, why don't we do our own like celebration yeah yeah let's, we do, want a yeah, let's do it let's do okay, it okay, okay drink, fantastic it's a date celebrate. okay it well, thank you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we, okay. we have a we have a finalist amongst us so of...
0: well,
1: I can see you've got a list as well but so do okay. I where do you all want to right. start let's kick off so all right
0: well I just wanted to, the first thing I'll say is because due to family commitments work commitments I possibly have <laughs> been life. I've been doing a lot of I like all our usual stuff we go through and um yeah. and uh, but it's probably a bit more on the in the bubble side rather than out of the bubble that's, side you know what? That's uh, but fine. Uh, that's whatever that's nice. so um, in terms of viewing reading getting out and about I've got a few more fun out of the bubble things coming up which <gasps> okay, actually so, so for the next app, okay, yeah, actually getting out nice. rather than just in but um we do with we work with it what we've got. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, um, yes, yeah, so I've got books, viewing, um, upcoming reading. Your, your pick. Okay. Well, should we start with some reading? Okay. Yeah, I'm just interested to hear what you've been up to. Yeah. I'll just give you a quick kind of overview. I've just got a couple of things um, that I've been doing. So, I've just been reading the... Um, I'm actually going to shut the door because... Yep, no worries. Background noise. That sure. might be better. Okay. Um, so, I've been reading... Um, Sarah Wilson's book, First Ooh. Make the Beast Beautiful, which is came she out, the sugar? She's the I Quit Sugar. Yeah. Uh, and I think she was on TV for a while. She's um, been a journalist for a long time. And I, I, people in my family have yep. anxiety, and so it was really um, from the perspective of getting inside the anxiety sufferer's mind, which oh. is what... So she suffers from severe anxiety,
1: I OCD, wow. um, like a
0: kind of a real range of... And it's really severe. And when you read it, it's almost reads like a kind of, you're kind of clanging around in her mind in a right. strange way, the way she writes. Mm-hmm. So um, I found it really fascinating because you really kind of get a sense of what it's like as mm. close as you can um, and also how you can be helpful. Mm. So mm-hmm. one of the things that she's talking about is when you're really in free fall and you're in an anxiety free fall, then the the best thing that people can do around you is to be your kind of reasoning brain and to be rock solid and to make decisions you can't. So the last thing you want to do is ask someone who's really in an anxious state is to say, well, we could do this or this. What do you think would be best? You actually have to come right in and go, okay, I'm picking you up at 11 o'clock. We are driving here. We're doing this. And anyway, so I, I found that really fascinating. I haven't finished it yet, but, um, That's a really interesting read. Um, And I've got a giant uh, booktopia order coming, which is really exciting. So I have a lot of nonfiction. Yes. Eggshell Skull, The Arsonist, two Australian pieces on a sort of criminal justice system, which interests Mm -hmm. me greatly. And an American book called The Erratics. I don't know if you've read that. Wow. So that looks, there was an award winner about some crazy family, and I think it's Canadian. Uh, So that's all coming. And I have been reading Elizabeth Gilbert's new book city of girls i just got that in oh, my order right, as okay. well so that's a really good read um set in new york in the um, 40s mm-hmm. and uh, sort of broadway show business kind of um movies yep. kind of uh, setting and yeah just a fun book just okay. a fun good easy read and okay. um yeah very evocative of the era mm. Mm. so nothing too taxing but that i'm really enjoying it especially after <laughs> a couple of heavy reads that that's a really good one for yeah if yeah. you need a little bit of um bit of light reading of yeah, quality yeah brain brain valium that's a good one Ooh, so nice one brain yeah, valium yes there you go. so that's that's my reading
1: so i got a lot more serious stuff coming so that's a little kind of okay well before i go to between. my book i actually um, wanted to pose something so i did the audio book. I, I downloaded Audible, and you get a few credits, and so I've been listening yep. to a few books. And I listened to Becoming, which I thought was great. So Michelle Obama, as you yes, said, yep. and so she um, narrated it. And now I'm listening to The Gentleman in Moscow. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm an I'm a Audible or a, 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 a What do you call it? A a, yeah, audio book. Audio book, thank you. A person, because... Uh, we were discussing this offline the other day about how it depends on the narrator also depends on the book. So I can, th- the gentleman in Moscow s- sounds like the most unbelievably written book, just listening to the words, but then I kind of get lost in the story, but then I kind of feel that if I was reading it, it might go a bit deeper. I don't, right. I who's, don't know. Who's the narrator? Is it anyone well known? It or could be, a, but I can't remember. Know, yeah. right. <laughs> Check the show notes. I'll let you know. Yeah, okay. Um, And also, I'm driving when I'm listening, so I'm not paying 100% attention, whilst if I'm reading a book, I don't know, like, I'm I'm giving my attention. And when it was uh, becoming, and with Michelle Obama, I mean, no offence to her book, but it was a little on the lighter side, and I could kind of waft in a bit and out, but Gentlemen in Moscow is real literature, and I wonder if audiobooks, for me anyway, I'll keep it to the light, non-fictiony type stuff. Or well, not even light, but just nonfiction where if your attention sways where you've got to really focus on the road, for example, <laughs> or I don't know, something happens, versus reading literature on books. I don't know.
0: What did you Yeah, think? so I have had the same experience. Uh, I find nonfiction's really good, mm. and particularly if it's a well-known person. Mm. So Michael Caine re- reading his own autobiography is so good because it's so his voice and it's... Uh, it's it comes to life Yeah, then. it's better than reading it. Okay. I, I, well, I I've only heard it on the Audible book, but I, it, it's it's so brilliant. Mm. Whereas I've, I, you know, I tried Boy Swallows Universe, yeah, yeah, on Audible book, and I just could not penetrate the the story. I
1: think that's And so that's I just couldn't,
0: and and I could, it kind of well, wouldn't, wouldn't let me in.
1: Loved that book. But yeah, I read until it. I adored
0: it when I read it. Oh, that's right. You and put it really, on your Kindle, yeah, but I really, yeah. it almost put me off because I just, um, and also again, like it's quite a. It's one of those beginnings where you're kind of not sure what's happening, and so if you're not really concentrating, it, you can lose the thread, mm. which is what you're doing when you're driving off yeah, sometimes walking, your mind, yeah mind so your I, think mind. It's, I think it's definitely the, it's a brilliant medium to smash in more reading, but you've got to pick the right things I and think I think that's it's a, very yeah it's a good because, it's, because someone reading it is an interpretation mm. so it is um, it is
1: altered. It is, and their tone and inflection. Exactly, and yeah. Mind you, I am absolutely loving A Gentleman's Word oh, yeah. to the point where I will get the book yeah, because okay. I actually want to stop oh, listening to it and just read it because so I think it's one of those just really juicy. I mean, I love and it's a that time of book, yeah. and I love Russian history. I've, I've studied so it all good. and all of the you know, old European charm and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. stuff really is up my alley. So. Such a great book. So that Such was my book. little question for you. I do have <laughs> yeah. another one that okay. we'll get to that later. Oh, oh, the book that I'm reading or read um, is continuing on. On, uh, my Indigenous theme, uh, yes. off to um, Northern Territory in a week and a bit, very excited, um, was Stan Grant's Australia Day. Ah, so okay. I've read Welcome to My Country, uh, which, uh, or Welcome to Country, I think that's the title of it, was his, f- not first book, but in this theme it is. This is his next, and then there's On Identity, which is almost like a little afterthought of a mini book, which I've okay. got to come, which I will read in the next week or two. Um, but it was a fantastic book around this asking the right questions and what I realise, what I love about his writing is that he's not um, directive or um, he's not telling us what to think, he's sharing his thought processes, he's sharing the challenges, the questions he's asking, the importance of discussion and conversation and so it's not saying we need to move Australia Day, it's actually saying well why is it that we want to move Australia, what are the challenges, what is it as an identity, as a nation, are we challenged by? And rather than um, just moving the date, why don't we address the issues that stand behind it? And I thought that was such an interesting perspective. Um, And the only way, not only way, one of the things that came to my mind was um, being Jewish in the way that I've read this is, imagine if somebody said to you, yes the holocaust happened but we're never going to talk about it and it's like don't mention the war kind of thing like it just is not something that is discussed kind of talked about a little bit in schools but not really to its full extent and subsequently the people that either have survived or are um, descendants of survivors what impact does that have on them and so it's this great silence that he talks about and this this Australia lives in this great silence and I just was like that's so true it's so interesting isn't it and do you remember that
0: kind of um was it jeffrey blaney years ago mm-hmm. who used that black armband yes you know, of history and i'm thinking like so somehow it's become we've got to do some big positive press release about our history and yeah so and it is that is a really interesting kind of perspective if you look at how um the holocaust has been um you know that it's been really important. Do not forget, capture yep. the stories. If we mm-hmm. don't capture the stories yep. and remember, then yep. you're at risk again. And it hasn't happened with our Aboriginal history, which is not so appalling it's and so unknown. And even if you, um, I know, it was up in the Grampians a year or so ago, and they have an amazing um, centre there, which looks at the history there and the all the. Um, terrible incidents that I mean there were slaughters mm. all around massacres. there yeah. massacres all around that area and as you're reading it oh, I just it's so sickening and you think we do not know about this it is not spoken of it's just uh, just an appalling a genocide that occurred and we just it's it really is a great silence so it's a really it interesting
1: perspective that we we haven't addressed even that basic part of the past yet we have not and then to the side of that um i'm now reading which is on a sort of like what's the next step so if we recognize this is the problem the next step is um it's called a, a road to recognition i believe it is um and it's there's a whole lot of writers um indigenous thinkers who have putting their thoughts together and it's been fascinating so I'll I'll come back to you on what that is but just as an aside can we jump into um I want to stay on this theme of um Australia Day because there was actually Sydney Writers Festival um podcast that came up with Stan Grant which I thought was timely because I was in the middle of reading the book so I listened to that and so that was a really great synopsis of the book and a few really interesting questions around it so I thought that was a really great and listening to him to speak I mean just his his wisdom He's an amazing is amazing speaker too amazing He's, yeah writer speaker thinker yeah talks about why he doesn't want to run politics even though I'm going I would so vote for him but he doesn't want to but um took um so you know the challenge I put out saying you know to try and drag our kids out into out of the bubble yes, loop. Yeah. so I took uh, one of my kids to the Australian Dream to the movie yes um, very confronting movie not so I mean for anyone really but particularly for. A sort of a younger teen, um, but very important. And okay. um, I think it's a movie that, uh, so that's the one that Stan Grant wrote together with Adam Goods. Yeah. Um, it's the I... continue, I wouldn't say it's a continuation of the final quarter. But it's thematic. There's the same okay. concept. They touch on it a bit, but it's more around the great silence. It's okay, about, so it's a broader kind of exploration. It's a much. It's about, well, what is our Australian dream? Right. what are we what's, – what's our foundation of our country? Where are we heading? How are we going about it? The great silence you talked about. Um, but it was just very confronting, the amount of racism, the casual racism that lives in our country that we just don't even really recognise because it's inherent in our the foundations of our society – so until we start recognising who we are as a country and going, yeah, that actually happened and it was systematic and it's now systemic. It's just yeah. part. Yeah. And you see it and, um, and you know, I'll see it even more when I go up to Northern Territory, Absolutely. I'm sure. Yes. So, yeah. so that was fantastic, I really. And then continuing on that theme, there was a Q&A on the Indigenous voice um, so that was also really great. And I can highly, remember. so there's just been a lot going on and I don't know, sometimes I feel, you know, when you're looking for something, <laughs> yeah, no. suddenly there's yeah. everything, it's like eyebrows. If you no. say the word eyebrows, suddenly you'll, you'll see eyebrows everywhere until now. You've never seen an eyebrow <laughs> at the moment. I'm like everything. There's podcasts, there's Q and A, there's books. I mean, it's just, I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it's just cause I'm looking a lot or if there's maybe a bit more of a conversation. We're trying to see the. Um, constitution um, having been changed and recognition, right. and I think they,
0: this is why these films releases are important because it does mm. prompt the conversation and um, and then Absolutely. you know a lot of stuff pops around, up around it. As yeah, well, like the you know Q and A will always. Jump on
1: it, and well, if there's a yeah, theme, so yeah.
0: are you a bit hot? Well, it'll be yeah. a bit oh, so hot. yeah <laughs> So <laughs> hot. We'll just hang on. Let's give us a bit, bit of air now. We know. need a bit of, <laughs> bit of just, just two minutes.
1: Should we? Um, did, was there any? I mean, I know I just kind of jumped around podcasts and viewing, but, yeah, just, but I thought I'd see. keep it thematic. Yeah, as it opposed through, to, Yeah, to <laughs> I hope you don't mind me changing the structure of our podcast. <laughs> just taking I'm, control there. I can talk about anything that I just felt like I kind of needed to to go there. Where do you want to go next? <laughs> All right. So will you lead the way? Cause I think you, okay. do you want to do your question yet or do you want to do okay, yeah, So it'll just... start with viewing and okay. then it'll lead on to questions. Lovely. And we're going to take that's... a little um, high level. So with uh, the bum fuzzle of my work, I've had a little insomnia cause that happens when I bum fuzzle. Yeah, that's... So I've managed to slam through two series this week. <laughs> All in one night. <laughs> oh, no, two nights, <laughs> two, consecutive two nights, two consecutive. <laughs> um, the first night was big little lies right now. I've read it, but I haven't seen it. Okay. So this was season two. Okay. Um, I read the book as well so when yeah. the actual first season came out loved it um, very true to the book apart from it not being on Sydney's northern beaches instead it's in California Okay, and you've got the likes of Reese Witherspoon and um, Nicole Kidman-esque type people in there um, not quite how I envisaged the whole thing but it was still good um, mind you the second season despite it not being the book it was co-written by Liam Moriety and the dude who did Ally McBeal Forgot he's Mm, he's one of the writers. Yeah, Yeah, him. I'll get it. Pop it in the show notes. But um, great series, and really enjoyed it. Um the second one that I smashed through was um which I was really excited about finding was Working Mum's season three. Whoa, it's I I know, gone, it's smashed really? out of Yep, okay. they have got the next one and this probably is one of my favourite seasons oh, of okay. all. Right. all. Um really some hilarious moments, howling, howling, crying with laughter and which leads me to my question because I did prompt Liz Bubblers on this <laughs> because I thought this is this is um a really funny one because like today, we've managed to squeeze in literally half an hour. And I know we're looking at the time and we, we're kind of going to be cutting it right fine. But that's our life. Sometimes things are just so crazy that you kind of go, oh, my God, is this my life? And in in Working Mums, there are some serious scenes there where you're just kind of going, it's so surreal, yet I totally connect. Because it's just unbelievable. Sometimes yeah, Where where sometimes either life takes you, but as a parent especially, you're put into positions or situations that you kind of would never thought so. My question to you, and I'm happy to share <laughs> my story before and or after, is what crazy scenario or situation has come upon you as a parent. Well, I want you to start with this really? one because okay. I'm worried like, mine's like too lame. <laughs> okay. You start. So hopefully you're not eating bubblers when you're listening to this because there is some kind of fecal um, Schatal- matter. Going to, so just warning, w- trigger warnings. <laughs> um, so traveling um, overseas with children, Oh yes, one okay. child um, becomes work. somewhat ill, diarrhea, can't say it in any night's nice way um doesn't stop for two weeks kind of more kind of occasional as opposed to constant we're in Italy English not a great language they don't speak a lot of it had to go to the hospital because they don't really have a GP think it was in Venice and um they said well you'll have to bring in a sample <laughs> and I'm like going what okay So I had to go to like some shop and get a plastic Tupperware container. Then we're out. and I'm just like waiting for the moment. And then my son looks at me and goes, okay, it's time. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So we run to the bathroom and he runs to the toilet and my hand slides under with the Tupperware container. Needless to say, I got the sample. What a moment.
0: And I'm like, right. so I'm really testing the airtight properties of the Tupperware.
1: Yeah, I now have um, said sample in my handbag. And I'm like, okay, I need to take this to a Did fridge. Did you go for
0: the clear plastic? Yes, or? it was a yeah, clear wire, like yeah, right, kind
1: nice, of, you know, the nice. two by four, like six yeah, kind of. Yeah, can't miss it. Yeah, can't, yeah. Yeah. Took it back to the hotel fridge in the room, in the minibar, <laughs> cleared everything out, put the sample back in. Um, next morning, went back to the hospital, gave said sample, and uh, they just gave him said medication, and he was fine within two days. But just <sighs> like, sitting on the toilet floor in Venice, and then Catching having a poo. and then having that in my handbag oh. then fridge then handbag on the way on a vaporetto <laughs> to a hotel i mean to the um to the hospital the most beautiful ride to any hospital i've ever had I just hope they tested blown. that thing. Oh, that, didn't, uh, well, I hope it wasn't for I nothing. I don't know, but all <laughs> I, I know is... They probably just thought, this will be so funny. Let us... <laughs> Let the boys go. She's funny Australian. <laughs> that's so not an Italian accent. Anyway, Italian. I do love Italians, but that was... Oh, that's great. Just yeah. one of those moments well, where well, you just my, go uh, This is my ultimate
0: low point, which was I was flying to Melbourne with three kids. They probably were under six, and... Oh a god. turbulent flight and they all simultaneously began vomiting oh. and I was by myself and <laughs> we we're at the back of the plane and there was a very well-known retired footballer, I won't say his name, he was a real hard man of football and he was in the row directly behind Oh boy! and it was so repulsed, was covering his face going, oh my god, and I just thought no, you're not a hero because you would get up and help me. Yes. I cannot attend to three no. simultaneously vomiting children at once. And finally... Um, <laughs> An eyes of
1: judgment on you.
0: A, nice, oh, a man God. in a business suit came and said, could could I give you a hand? No no hostie was there. And what? I was just really, I was the like ultimate low point where you go, what can I do? I can possibly help two at once, probably not three. And yeah, anyway, so that was that was a low point. But I, I
1: thought... Why is it always when it's some kind of projection out of said child? Because I thought of another one which was very similar to that And I'm going It's always one side or the other Like with its projections Yeah, I and, know oh my God, I'll it's tell you what Three once was
0: just a real yeah. That's insane But also you just It's <laughs> so undignified But also the lack of like, Care. people, the judge... I mean, what am I... It's a bumpy flight. I haven't given
1: them, like... It's it's your fault. You're a bad mother, <laughs> I wasn't looking for this yes. outcome. Oh, yeah, that, that, would be, that would be my low point. Well, I, I reckon we be. could almost make a movie. Well, we could make a... Po- We're making well, yeah. a podcast, but maybe yes. not about our low points in life. Mothering <laughs> low points. So, was there any other viewing of that for you? Well, any I... Any other things look, you smashed no, So, funnily enough, I've got... There's been quite a
0: bit on free to wear TV that I have, um have been uh looking at oh yeah which is really kind of I meant I haven't had to go towards Netflix um so I'm a bit obsessed with Survivor so if we we
1: like to wow. we like to
0: combine lowbrow with highbrow. So do. here's here's well, your...
1: I don't think Big Little Lies and um, and especially uh, <laughs> through working mums is <laughs> exactly like changing the a world. Really, too.
0: really good um, series because yeah. I think now everyone knows <laughs> how ridiculous. the game works. So they're kind of
1: You're manipulating ridiculous. the manipulations of me. They it say it's an Australian survivor. It's Australian survivor. And so we kind of know the characters then. Yeah, not, well... Uh, it's not celebrity.
0: Yeah, there's a bit of celebrity in there, but yeah, not kind really. of mostly okay. not. But yeah, there's quite a few... This is the one when they characters. go,
1: you're voted off the island.
0: You're voted off the island, yeah. Right. And then
1: so. they do the flame yeah the out. flame goes out oh yeah, yeah you've that, of... Is that yeah still going it's still going, still How do going? i not know this?
0: yeah, yeah i don't know that yeah, so, so in the bottom so that's, and survivor. it's quite good um it's also good family viewing so quite like a show where we can all watch and then yeah mm, mm. so enjoying that there's um a new series of utopia on yep. abc mm-hmm. which i think it's only a couple of episodes in it's um with i mean it's the same formula and I, it's probably not As funny as last time, but still really enjoyable. And there there was actually a really funny episode last week where they have a work experience boy who then ends up writing all the government submissions right up to the Prime Minister (laughs) at the level for an ASEAN conference because they need someone to
1: write about blockchain and no one understands it except the 15-year-old. That reminds me of when I did an internship in New South Wales Parliament and my minister asked me to write a paper on housing and disability, and I was like in second year uni, and had and and I said, uh, and she goes, just do the research and present it to me, and then it got tabled in government. <laughs> that, like, that's it. Oh my god! That's a
0: real life version <sighs> of Utopia. That's so funny. So that's basically no, what happened. Um, and the other um, show that's really really moving is Old People's Home for Four-Year-Olds which is on ABC it's narrated by um, Annabelle Crub. you don't see her but she's got such a lovely kind she of whimsical style does. and um, so they bring a kindergarten group of four-year-olds yeah. in over a six-week period to an old a, a retirement village where they're really in their 90s, like sort of 70s to 90s but a lot of really older people are really showing how you know, they're They're depressed. They've been assessed as being depressed. They're not very mobile. They're not getting up moving as much as they should. And so it's a bit of an experiment. And it is so moving (sighs) that you just spend the whole time with blurry eyes (sighs) and being really moved by the... So don't go in if you're feeling having an emotional day. Don't go in... no, <laughs> that's no more for it's one, very for more emotional, emotional but in a sort of a lovely lovely kind of Aww. way so I loved it it's on it's up to episode two and Aww. I think I, it sounds like they're going to roll it out as some kind of more formal Aww. program at some that point so that's nice viewing if you, you're a bit stuck at home like I am I've got a little yeah. sticky at home yeah. this week so that's my viewing. Oh, one more potty. I'll tell oh no, a couple of things. I'll just smash out quickly. Yeah, you smash. Um, Cause I can smash it and then we'll smash
1: it all out. Conversations in, uh, no, yes. no,
0: no, 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 no. Comedians in cars getting coffee. It's Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. It's been around for years, Love it. but I picked out an episode the other yes. day that I hadn't seen, which was Sarah Jessica Parker. <gasps> yes. And Jerry Seinfeld is so funny because it's, he's just a kid trapped in an adult's body and he sees things like kids do and it just cracks me up. So, I, I love that particular episode, and they're only quick. Yeah. And before yes. I'll flip no, back no, to you, you're but um, Philip Adams in conversation with Richard oh, Fidler. Oh. Philip Adams just turned eighty, and no, I know wouldn't extraordinary, and he's still on his on the radio every yep. night, and he's talking a bit about his life, what kind of events formed his approach to life, his personal philosophy, and how he how he sees the world, and it's just a beautiful beautiful conversation and he and Richard of course have this lovely rapport Mm. and I loved it and I really love Philip Adams and often listen to him anyway but but all even if you're not familiar with him you will enjoy this it's it's extraordinary so there
1: you go there's my awesome how are we going for time because I don't want to overdo I can always save some stuff for next week okay all right well Well, I've got about two minutes right I'm going to slam through it so there was one more thing that I watched which was deeply um moving a little scary, but kind of important viewing as well called The Hunting, which is on yes, SBS. Okay. Um, it's on my list. On demand. Um, now that Handmaid's Tale's finished, which was amazing. But no, The Hunting is all about what happens when um, teenagers are sending each other, I don't know, sex pics yep. kind of okay. photos. They're not necessarily acts of, but it might be yeah. kind of nude or semi-nude or provocative type photos. And it's all about how school's handling it, how parent's handling it. It's kind of a whole new terrain and what happens. And so that's one sort of line. And then you've got this whole toxic marriage of the husband gaslighting the wife and trying to manipulate her, even though she's a deeply intelligent and capable mother herself. Um, so that's Richard Roxburgh and Asha Keddie. I mean, it's just brilliantly acted, wow, well-written, okay. very confronting as parents of pre-teens, teens what's actually really going on out there um, and just kind of the reality of all these changing technologies that are impacting our children and our lives and of this totally uncharted territory of, well, how do we manage that? And how do we, you know, go, it's all all a very, very big, um, experiment. Um, listen to a new podcast. So thanks to, um, our lovely friend Lanka from the cat and cow cafe, which has become my new um, local and, uh, she suggested um, how um, – not that one, sorry. Um, it's called um, The Slow Home Podcast. I don't know. Have you come across it at all? Oh, look, I I think
0: I might have at some point, but not for a long time. So
1: I've been listening to a couple, and I had a chat with Lankar. So the ones that I liked was Katie Patrick on How to Save the World, and it's all about getting creative around this. So it's not about, oh, it's all doom and gloom. There's actually a lot of good stuff, and it's about finding a place of creativity to actually do that. And the other one was Blair Palmer on rethinking modern conventions of work, which um, being in my slight liminal state of work life. Oh, we need to do the word of the, the podcast. I have one. Oh, good. Okay. Um, and yeah, really great. But Lanka was saying that the early ones are better. So I'm going to okay. go back because right. they were a bit wordy and a bit long. And she goes, no, no, no the first ones you might find more interesting. So I'm going to go back and report back to you. However, the word that I found for the today is desuitude desuetude is basically about disuse and stopping doing something basically so i'm not quite sure how to we can find a way okay. to use that we are yeah. finding ways to use our words like bumfuzzle or liminal yeah. The, yeah i'm just rolling them out every desuitude. day desuetude so discontinue from use desuetude okay that pot now is in desuetude yeah okay so yeah, <laughs> I, I will oh, know is that a noun? i'm not quite sure and, well, i'll have to get that, back yeah. to you if, if All right, it's we an need adjective. a sentence yep um but i think we might be
0: done that's it wow that was that was that wedding oh my gosh it with, was really jammed
1: that in but um i think i feel like i should say that um if you like our uh, podcast please you know go on to itunes itunes subscribe give us five stars please share and, uh, with your
0: friends yeah facebook page where do have, yeah, like. get it out there yeah. and um yep and next week we're out on in the on the town checking out some art we are yes okay oh we are, yeah, we are. i forgot about that tuesday night out of the bubble that's getting out of the house yeah <laughs> on a
1: tuesday night getting, so we'll talk we more are. about that and a few other things but it might be a little bit longer between podcasters because i'll be away but it's i'll make traveling. sure we'll um make sure we are well it in and really out of the bubble yeah okay so out Lots, of the bubble so much to talk about i'll be in that. another universe i feel uh, I know, and i cannot wait awesome awesome experience all right all right see you next time
0: bye guys